Hi, everyone, and welcome to Shortcomings, a Sex in the City podcast where we dive into every episode of Sex in the City, the two movies, and of course, and just like that, I am your host, Samantha Bush, and obviously, I'm joined by Chris Lewis. Hi, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Here We're we go here again. again. <laughs> Fresh, one week later for you. 10 minutes for us. Yeah. So if you're looking at us on the YouTubes. I thought about changing my shirt, but I'd we rather look lay exactly down. the same. We have not moved. Yeah. I slumped on a day bed, let the dog out for a second, and now it's back on the mic. Showtime. Showtime. Are you ready to talk yeah. about? You up to anything new? In the last 10 minutes? Uh, no. <laughs> There's nothing that I can think of. I do. Um, I have been enjoying the Twitter um the queen memes and things like that uh they have been making me giggle and the 10 minute break that i just took it was, it was nice yeah i'm not even so focused on the queen dying so much as i am charles ascending i don't think people are fully processing that like i think they're really focused on the queen being dead which i get but like charles is king now when and you, that's really wild when you guys listen to this we will be now about two weeks deep into mm-hmm. great britain and the greater commonwealth's kink mm-hmm. era the king era and i've been seeing a lot of things online like this is what camilla's always wanted yes. and like and, and like good we support a girl boss listen here's the thing step your pussy up like camilla did here's the thing to go from side chick to the queen of england is kind of iconic it's a tad iconic i fear it's a tad iconic i fear and you know this is controversial we'll get into if you guys want us to do a crown episode we'd be more than happy to maybe in november are we still gonna be doing this podcast in november of course yeah i think when i did the math we're riding this right to december 2023 and that's if and just like that is canceled right so we're 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 booked and busy um for a while and yeah i i'm i'm a camilla girl i don't think she's I don't think she's this evil monster everyone like No, if anyone was the be. evil monster in the interloper, it's Diana. <gasps> Chris. Sit with it, process it, let it sink However into your heart. You... And like once you hear it, I do feel like it sits in people's souls like, huh. It does. That's they true. I have a couple friends who are deep, deep Diana people. Like, oh, one of them love... won't get off my fucking back. Paige. Paige, Paige is a real big Diana girl. And <laughs> I had many jobs and she had big eyes. I had many a discussion. I said, Diana wasn't all sunshine and rainbows, guys. And by the way, I support Diana too in Absolutely. cheating on Charles with that hot redheaded soccer oh, player. Fuck yeah. Um, James knew it. What knew people it. need to understand is we root for all of them. We're rooting for all well, of them. I don't root for everyone in the royal family. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying like out of these three people. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not rooting for Andrew can take a hike. No, Prince Andrew can really run out. Quite dark-sided. Yeah, we will be touching well, that. I don't root for William or Kate. I well, root for their oh, kids. Let me think about that. Actually, no. I root for their kids. Oh, the kids, yeah. I'm, I, I think I, their I think kids are little give, I'm hoping they'll give us, like, a second generation of, like, intrigue and mm-hmm. do fucked up stuff. Yeah. Like, I miss the... And, I think Louie's the one to watch. He's going to be, be like, a naughty boy. And I don't want anyone coming for me. And <sighs> if you want to, you can. What? I miss the Harry of yesteryear. I find him boring now. He is boring now. 
I just feel like let's get him drinking again. Let's get him in Vegas naked. <laughs> like let's yeah. Like the I hair- just would let loose two to three times a year and Please. just like be messy. Remember when Reese Witherspoon was seen drunk and was like, "You don't know who the fuck I am. I'm pregnant. I'm not going to jail." Never yeah. loved her more. I loved that. Um, but I yeah, I just think. But I think, like you said, once you tell a Diana Stan, you're like, listen, I respect her. Like, with the fuckery that she did. Like, the cheating. The going out and partying. Like, I get all that. I also think her and Charles were victims of circumstance. She partied with Camilla at a gay club. They were ripping it up. They were, as Sonny Morgan says, let it rip. Um... So I, I I don't think we need to be like, you know, making Camilla the villain here. Yes, just because They're in love. Camilla. That's honestly a love story. That's the love story for the ages, and I think mm-hmm. the love story of the crown in some ways. And I love crown. We do. We love it. We're gonna but be that's not what we're here to discuss it. today. No, we're here to discuss sex in the city. We're here to discuss a far flung place, very far from London town and the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. We're not in Balmoral. Mm-hmm. We're in LA. We're not in Sandringham. We're in LA, the city of angels. Canada, you know, we're in the city of angels in this episode. And not an angel to be found. No, 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 no. So let's get into this episode with a little synopsis. Carrie tries running from her problems. Charlotte confronts the reality of her marriage. Samantha meets Mr. Dildo. And Miranda is really focused on getting her body out to the people. Mm-hmm. Just be sexy. I have to say, I, in my mind's eye, in my memory of Sex in the City, I hate mm-hmm. these two episodes. Yeah. And I found it pretty um, enjoyable. I I love these episodes. So the theme this week is basically right the idea of they're exploring whether it's possible to run from your problems Mm -hmm. and then but really there's also this idea of the intersection of your past and your present and let's hear the monologue and then start breaking down the ladies that sounds good after i left the meeting i took a wrong turn and somehow found myself right back where i had started back in new york back wondering about big I had come to L.A. for a vacation, hoping to get away from Big and Aiden and most of all myself. But sitting on the fake set, all my old issues felt more real than ever. I couldn't help but wonder, no matter how far you travel or how much you run from it, can you ever really escape your past? So one thing I want to say about this monologue, when I was working on the outline and notes Mm -hmm. for this episode... I was like, does this episode even have a monologue? I couldn't really remember this. This is the weird case in Sex and the City where I think the monologue is more visual than it is written. Mm -hmm. Which is helpful for this podcast. Yeah, which is, you know, beautiful for a podcast and also, you know, for, but great for a show that you're watching, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah, of course. Um, But I do like the idea of intersecting the past and the present. I'm not 100% sure the episode really gets there Mm -hmm. in terms of any of the girls. Yeah. But I like it. The idea. Yeah, I do too. I like, you know, the idea that she's in like a set New York kind of thing. Yeah, it was cute. And also, I'm pretty sure that's the Mindy Project set. For the exteriors of Mindy Project that look nothing like New York City. 
Yeah, they they it's really like three don't. repeating brownstones love, again and again. I love the New York that Mindy created. It's really something. It, in the sense that it's the worst studio backlot I've ever seen. Yeah, I love it. The subway looks nothing like the subway. Exactly, it's like fake. It's kind of like I was I was rewatching Disneyland old Scandal episodes a few months weeks ago, <laughs> and months. the and. Scandal's supposed to take place in D.C. And D.C. Right. has a very distinct subway. Mm-hmm. And instead of trying to even replicate it, they clearly just saw it at the L.A. subway and were like, we don't give a shit. Like, they didn't well, yeah. even come up with a correct um, subway uh, metro stop for D.C. I think it said, like, L.A. Center. I was like, come on, guys. Yeah. it. We got to put yeah. up a sign. Pretend we are doing this. Yeah. Um, let's get into Miranda, who, for the first time in a while, has probably the most inconsequential storyline in this episode. Mm-hmm. She meets Jason Dick, D-I-Q-U-E, Dequay. As my phone would correct it. Dequay. Dequay. In L.A. Yeah. What'd you think of Jason Dequay, Dick? Um... I was attracted to him. I thought he was gorgeous, Jason Dick. He is gorgeous. Um, and he's mm-hmm. a silver fox. He's a big dick daddy from Cincinnati, as they say. <laughs> yes. He's and hot. he finds her funny and smart, but then he finds the woman who walked past even hotter. Hotter. You want to know why to... he found her hotter? Because Miranda's hair in this episode is batshit insane. Miranda just... Did you see it was doing like... It's... I it's don't know what the, if that was a style. Tell me if that was a style at the time, Sam or Shorties, but it looked crazy. I never really think, and this is going to be controversial. Uh, oh. I, I don't love Miranda's fashions usually. Oh, well, no. And it's not hair. until they really throw away the idea that she's a working woman. Yeah, like I, they kind of make her look. Like, not until the first movie where they're just dressing her, like, a high fat. Like, she yeah. looks great in the first movie. And she has her the dress she wears to Stanford and Anthony's wedding in the mm-hmm. second movie is, like, a top Sex and the City costume to me. Yeah. It makes I, zero sense in Samantha. So no I never really wear. think Miranda looks like. But this is nuts, her hair in this yeah. episode. Yeah, no, she looks <laughs> Did you crazy. see it? It had, like, it was, like, spiking up the way your, like, hair would. Lisa like, Rinna. At the bottom, though. At Lisa Rinna. Yeah, I've never seen it, but it wasn't as um flighty as Rena's. No, it no, felt no, more no, no. They have to her hair. Yeah, this the, Miranda just looks fucking crazy, and I'm sorry. Like <laughs> the guy was like, I want to get laid. I don't want to have a smart conversation. You need to do your hair better, and then he will fuck you. You're a gorgeous girl, like, but your hair looks like. And I do think if she wants to be sexy. She should do it. Yeah. But so she wants to find a way to get her sexuality more out there. And she and Carrie have a conversation while walking around a dildo party that is a shock. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it and then we'll finish up Rambo. I love just I can't believe how open and high I have sexist places. In New York, sex is so bottom shelf paper bag. Exactly. It's all hidden, like me. Is it? What do you mean? No. Last night I was talking to this cute the guy, and we were having a great time. And, and then this woman in a tight dress walked by with big breasts, just boom, here they are. And he totally went for it. Right? 
But the thing yeah, is, I was at a dildo party. But it was all hidden. No, that was just at the hotel. Banter and my little oh, looks. And she and just like... put it right out there. Sex. And she got the guy. Yeah, but how long did she have them? Who cares? I'm on vacation. I want to get laid. I admire women who can just put it right out there where you can see it. See, mm-hmm. look like her. You want to dress like her? You know what I mean. Do you think there's any chance that she's not up for sex? No, because she's a hooker. <laughs> Insane. Hi. Hi. Have we met? No. I was just telling my friend how much I admire what you're wearing. Thank you. Are you in the porn industry? Oh, God, no. I'm a lawyer for Disney. Ah, that's no, so one just like that. Party. No, that is that is just like Miranda in in just like that, like just being That's fucking when people nuts. are like when they're like, oh my god, Miranda would never be so clumsy with her words as she yes, was she the, fucking um, would when she meets my queen, Doctor Nia Wallace. Yes, like, Miranda is awkward and insane. Insane, and I honestly well, are you in the porn saying. industry? Yeah, she's like, excuse me. Honestly, it's fucking rude. It reminds me of the time in Orange County when Vicky like gave the sushi girl who was naked like. A what for like anyway i thought that was a tough scene carrie calls reminded girl a hooker. Me of when also trying. carrie carrie dresses fucking crazy and puts sex out there all the time and no one thinks carrie is a, actually they did think carrie was a hooker yeah i was gonna say that we Never just mind. covered that episode yeah we literally just did that last week. um and i was also well i was gonna say two things it reminds me of just their interaction with this woman mm-hmm. when they're talking about her reminds me when Charlotte and Carrie were in the outside of the steam room and she says, well, that woman grew up in a naked house. It's like, could you chill the fuck out? Yeah, I'm judging Carrie's this woman. Very judgy. Very judgy. And, then, and for someone that dresses very crazy. And it's a sex writer. It's like, you should be. She's like, approved. Yeah, like, calm down. And it also reminds me of, and in Just Like That, when she's talking to Charlotte again about Lily's finsta and she says you've been to dinner with me not wearing much less back in the like during the original show like mm-hmm. her outfit yes it was kind of gold and tacky and of course never forget when carrie will refer to um the ring her, aiden buys her as quote-unquote ghetto gold um that's upsetting yeah looking forward to that like the bitch isn't running around with a carrie necklace that is truly made out of ghetto gold but as she says i wear ghetto gold for fun for fun Mm-hmm. And uh, Laverne Cox called Miranda Karen. Yeah, let's get our eyes on Carrie. But um, all of that basically <laughs> leads us to Miranda riding a bull. What'd you think of seeing her up there? I loved it. Let her. You let your freak flag fly. She looks fucking crazy. She's like ripping <laughs> she her looks shirt bad. off. Why she is looks- she also like? I get that they're at a um hoedown uh-huh. weird place. Now I was like, is this a famous place in L.A. We would yes. all like know we would be at? Okay, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Can we actually, do you mind if we push back just for one second? Of course. When this episode started, I have a note that says, I feel like it's been weeks since I've seen the girls. A lot of of time has passed, I feel. But there's something about, I even looked up if the episode, you know, like on network television, there's a mid-season break. And I was like, there had to have been a mid-season break because it feels like... And even I was like, I rolled right from epi- the last one into this one. I don't know yeah. why I feel like it's been, it's like, I haven't seen the girls in a while. Yeah, it did feel like some time had like passed. Like when they were at that brunch table, I was like, huh, I really miss this. My <laughs> girls are back. Like I felt like Charlotte has been on vacation. Yeah. 
are we going to LA? Oh God. Yeah. I no, I absolutely agree with you. I could really get the sense that like they, a lot of time has passed. But there hasn't. This aired the next week. No, but I'm saying in their world. Yeah. I was like, they have, they somehow created in that opening scene of them. I was like, I feel like they haven't Mm -hmm. been together in months. And that's so upsetting to me. Yeah. But then I hated the introduction to L.A. when Carrie's leaving and then she looks at her. It's like, okay, if you were Charlotte sitting there having another cup of coffee and Carrie walked out, said, okay, I'll see you later. Mm-hmm. Stood up, looked around, oh, like put her eyebrow up a bit in a like kind of cute way and then turned around that way. You'd be like, this woman is not well. Like, just <laughs> no, walk out of the door. You said you were leaving. That was truly like watching us. <laughs> like it was like you like i'm gonna stay for another drink and i'm like all right and like walk out the door and i'm like what's going on in this city what you know i don't think that's ever happened it hasn't but i can just picture that happening and you us. could picture yourself looking around the restaurant well actually having now seen you drunk i could see you doing that yeah yeah screaming making zero sense yeah exactly but you liked her on that ball i loved her Ripping her, ripping her top, ripping her top off. She was up there, it, you know. And the men, the men who were the most disgusting men. Ogling I've ever seen. her like, exactly wow. what she wanted. <laughs> yes, I loved it. And I'm like, loved guys, it. it's not like her tits are out. You've seen a woman in a bra before. Can you chill? <sighs> this was the '90s. I don't know. This was 2001. Oh yeah, I don't know. It the felt internet exists. Liberating. Vicky Secrets ads. It felt. It felt liberating. I don't know. I just thought this was a crazy way to end this storyline. Like, Miranda's riding a bull. Yeah. We're just kidding. Letting her tits out. Let's take a second pass at this. Oh. We'll talk about a story with a little more. Yeah, I'm looking at this again. Shun's got two little bullets. And Samantha only had three, and frankly, it could have been one. It really could have. So we meet Garth. What would you think of Garthy? such a sicko but like i, he was so, I was so into it <laughs> <laughs> but i love a bald man i love a bald gentleman you do i love it like not those property brothers or whatever the fuck their names are you have been bringing up the oppenheimer brothers like, yeah those me. guys i've never seen one episode of that show you always just keep going oh that guy looks like that real estate twin <laughs> i'm like two, what um, are you talking about two. and i think what i said to you i was like you know that guy we know looks like those brothers from that show i know and i was like gotta give me a little bit more than that i was and like you, were you like, know those guys from, the... from netflix they yes. own real estate yes you know garth was kind of a freak and i, I loved, loved his it. mustache i loved yeah it was hot head. i love the I loved mustache. his twinkling eyes i was in two did you just say it. you like his twinkling eyes yeah he had like twi- i felt he like he did have a twinkle he had like a twinkle in his eyes he was the first like man we've seen on this show since capote duncan I said it. <laughs> wow. Okay. And I'm sure everyone's like, no, you said like 18 other people. I know. I feel like you've said this a lot, but I'm just I'm like, oh, and, and even I flashed to like eight other men I liked. I was like, well, there was Bill Kelly, of course. Right. And, well, actually, no, I can only name Bill, but I'm sure there were others I've liked. Yeah. In the in passing. But not the ones I'd call like men, like Garth. Mm. A name I hate. Hate. I've never met a Garth. Never met a Garth except Garth Brooks. And I've never met never Garth met Brooks. Garth Brooks. <laughs> but I feel I know him well. I'm him and Trisha. 
I used to watch oh, the talk show. Trisha her, Underwood. I used to watch her cooking show, and he'd pass Isn't by. Isn't he very liberal? I don't have a sense of his politics. There is a country singer that when I found out he was like really liberal, you mean I Keith was... Urban? No, sure Keith Urban I think is. it. Garth Brooks. Or is is that his name, Keith Urban? Keith Urban is his name, but he's Australian. Um, but yeah, it's not him. Who's Toby it's... Keith? Is that Nicole Kidman's husband? No, Keith Urban is Nicole Kidman's husband. Okay. Is Toby Keith a person? Yes. Okay. He's like the blonde guy. I love the chicks. I love the chicks. And I don't really love them, but I love them conceptually. Like, I don't listen to their music, but I love them and support them. And their performance with Beyonce of Daddy's Lessons is iconic. Oh, it's amazing. Let's get back to Garth. It is Garth Brooks. Anyway, continue. So Garth, has, they have sex. It's great. He eventually reveals he's a poet. But what I really want to take some time <laughs> discussing is his job. I would love to discuss his job. I don't give a fuck about his poetry. He's a dildo model. How could there be much money in that? Because don't you just make one dildo of your dick and then like... Yeah, but do you think he gets royalties? I can't imagine you get royalties. I think you do. Really? He must have a good agent. Yeah, I think he's got royalties on the dick. I feel like most people who make those are just... um, are also porn stars yeah maybe it's more of just like an ego thing like he can be like that's my dick but you can only rate there can't there isn't like you make one Uh uh-huh but you don't need to make multiples maybe there's like oh now his dick is like this way and that way his dick is one way right but maybe there's different like mechanics (laughs) to each dildo that's different what do you mean? Oh, like one's a vibrator shaped like a One's stick. like a One's just a dildo. Well, I think we've just landed on the two. What else could it be? You're right. But I think he, I'm going with that he gets royalties. Royalty. I just can't imagine, and I will be looking this up later going incognito. But okay. Just because I just want to get to the mechanics of it. Honestly, I get it. The other thing I want to say, his dick is comically big. It is like the it, the size of that dildo, and I didn't love hearing that most women are four inches deep. I was like, "Ew, Miranda, can you chill?" I know Rambo. that was disgusting. Rambo needs to keep it to her fucking self. <laughs> also, like uh, as we've discussed on this podcast, sometimes it's just too big and it's just not enjoyable. But what I want to say about that is hit that if so, we're to believe what she pulls out at that brunch, which was <laughs> making me laugh, is yeah. actually attached to that man. It's a weapon. How big was that big dick she couldn't handle? <laughs> like, <gasps> that's the only thing I could think. If she's taken that. Oh my God. And that hot ass stallion, she couldn't take. Like, what the fuck did he have going on? Oh, a leg. I was like, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. What the Jesse Williams is going on? I just flashed to that picture. To that day. That <laughs> was that a fun day. day on the internet. Oh, I loved that day. Um, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Although, okay. remember you and I were texting about something? You sent me the photo, but what we were talking about was actually, like, more compelling. We were like, Kyle Richards is such a bitch. Jesse Williams naked. Yeah, so what I thought she said about Kathy. It was like, <laughs> and then we circled back later. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, I'll get to that eventually, but we really got to get to the heart of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The heart of uh, Beverly Hills. Um, so that's really all that's going on with Samantha. It wasn't that. Not much. Just dildo. 
he wants to be a poet. She's like, please. I and just she want doesn't want to be Mrs. Dildo at the Met Gala. And I was like, does Samantha go to the Met Gala? What's happening? I, I would assume that she like puts it on. No, Samantha's PR- not the PR person for Vogue. And that shit office with that um, <laughs> Guido who was helping her, we liked. <laughs> I love you that. shut the fuck up, Samantha. Get down here and blow me. That was wild. I loved him so much. (laughs) No, you get on the desk and fuck me. (laughs) I wish that was a love story for the ages. They should have played that one out for a bit longer. Just a little bit longer. Two more episodes. Yeah, at least. All right, let's talk about Charlie. Mm. She's back from her honeymoon, was wearing Bermudas and Bermuda. I don't even know what a Bermuda short is, and I'm happy not to. Mm. It cuts you at the knee. It's... Uh, like at the kneecap like it's like oh so it's like the shorts i've been seeing men wearing around and i'm like disgusting they don't fit there's something about a bermuda short that's different than just a longer short like the way that they're tailored it's like very like it's very ugly (laughs) hold on it's not like a culotte oh i I don't like culottes either well i did have to laugh at the uh bermudas in bermuda i did not like that um so she i do appreciate that she shares with carrie that the other two women leave and then carrie and charlotte have a moment of connection about their shitty lives i don't i just Mm like the idea of the table getting smaller i thought that was really fun what i did not love is trey trying to catalog all the presents i was like this man is first of all he's using a word document he should be in excel he's a dweeb He's such a... Did Excel exist in 2001? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, I just found Trey typing away in that computer. Mm. She's trying to get something going and it doesn't work. That's upsetting. Like, I think being rejected by your partner would be like really a bummer. Well, I'm not sure he's rejecting her in that moment. I think they're miscommunicating. Like, I think for Trey, he is done trying. Like, he left their up. vacation thinking, we, I've resigned myself to this sexless life. What I don't understand, though, is, like, there are other things they can do. Mm-hmm. Like, we know that she can give him a hand job. He yeah. can get going downstairs. Like, I, I just, I'm like, just penetrative sex is not the only thing. I think she have. really just wants her husband to fuck her. I know, but, like, could he do... Could we at least do other Maybe he's things? embarrassed. It just feels like they're not mentioning that. Like, I wish they would say, oh, Trey doesn't mm-hmm. want to do anything. Right. And maybe, and they do say, like, I tried to bring it up, but he won't talk about it. And maybe Charlotte doesn't know how to initiate, like, go down on me as well as I yeah, think she probably does, she's could. Conf- she's probably struggling with how to handle the situation. Oh, she's absolutely struggling. I just, mm-hmm. um, I wish it was a bit more explicit in understand and explaining why they're not doing yeah. some other stuff. Cause it, because we did mention a hand job. Yeah. I mean, we know he can, the sales can go up. The sooner can get it in. enjoy itself. Yes. To drugs. And we, yes, we'll find that out later, but we also know the schooner enjoys Charlotte's hand. Right. Just not her Rebecca. Just not right her now. Rebecca. Um, but then we find out Carrie is like, knows a lot about <laughs> impotency. Like, so in this phone call, which I want to hear and then close the story out. Mm-hmm. Hello. It's me. It's been days and still nothing. What if he really is impotent? Well, 
What kind of impotence do you think it is? The kind that makes it soft? No, no. I mean, physical or emotional. I don't know. Well, have you asked him about it? Oh, he's embarrassed. He, he doesn't even want to talk about it. Okay, here's how you find out. You put a ring of paper around his flaccid penis while he's asleep. Jesus, like, I sound like fuck? a perverted Nancy Drew. I what just did I bring this up well, to you? If it rips during the night, that means he's capable of an erection, and the problem is not physical. His floor's gone smoking. I have an addiction, sir! A ring of <laughs> paper. I love her. Yep. Oh, Why would Carrie gem. know that? What a strange thing to do. <laughs> like, She's like, um, okay, so what you're going to do is get some paper, wrap it around his dick in the night. First <laughs> of all, that is not possible unless he was blacked out drunk. Right. If anyone starts fondling your... And, or he, are we arguing he lacks sensitivity down there? Like, right. like can't feel it. It's also, crazy. It's just, just a ring of paper. Like, uh, and the way the quickness in which that she comes up with this idea makes me believe that she's done this before. Um, with Aiden. With, not with Aiden, because he didn't have that problem. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that is limp that dick, long haired little man. Anyway, um, yeah, it's. it's very you know who doesn't have that problem? Franklin. Oh, I can't wait. To, yeah, Franklin. Actually, I hope Franklin's good and gone when we get back from just like that season two. I want to host. I really don't then. know. I really, really, really want set pictures. Anyway. Oh fuck! I just remembered Aiden's coming back. Yeah, I had like almost completely blacked it out. But we don't know in like what capacity. Like we Thank, don't know. It better be just to talk to Steve. Yeah, like we don't know. Anyway, so Charlotte puts the ring of paper on his dick. I don't know how he doesn't wake up. The stamps. I know if I was putting a ring of paper on Danny's dick in the middle of the day, he would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Also, I guess I like just as a as a person move around a lot in the night. Same. So like I would also just feel like, oh, when I shifted like, oh, there's stamps around my penis. (laughs) Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, that's something you feel, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. go, there's stamps around my penis. You just say there's, it. There's, yeah, there's stamps around my penis. But then she, he, they wake up. She wakes up before him, reaches in again, and is happy to see, like, oh, the stamps broke. As if, by the way, there's not any other way. She's talking like she put, like, super glue around it, and his, like, <laughs> rock hard cock broke it. It's like there's stamps. It's not that hard to, like. Well, especially in the night, too, if he rolls. Yeah. Like, it's. Also, I thought she knew. Also, he wouldn't could it get just hard. be easier to sleep against him and then feel it or look My at it is, in is the like... middle of the night? Well, my thing is, like, you also know he can get hard because he has gotten hard. He just oh, can't, yes, we've like, already in... he can't just, you... he can't fuck. He can't fuck. This just, it's so stupid. I was so it's upset so when stupid. she put those stamps on him. But I do like the ending of her relief dumb. and then her understanding that, fuck, this means we have a much bigger problem. Yes. Yes. All right, let's get into CB. Mm-hmm. We open. She's going through it. She's staring out the window, smoking, <laughs> talking a lot of mess. Sad, depressed, gray. gray. Was it New York or was it me? She just was. She's struggling. And not one second later, she's bopping off to LA. Like she's bopping over there. Look, giving looks in a diner and mm-hmm. <laughs> walking out a door like she's going through the pearly gates with Queen Elizabeth or whoever else has passed in the last two weeks. Yeah, Ooh, I'm nervous. 
And so she's heading there to meet with studio execs who are interested in turning her columns into a movie, which just feels a little too meta to me. Like, oh, we're watching this show where this developed, where this happened. I don't know. I'm not sure I loved that. Mm -hmm. And then we get a cameo from my personal queen, Mm -hmm. my cruel Mm -hmm. intentions icon. Mm -hmm. You love her. Buffy herself. Miss Geller, if you're nasty. <laughs> SMG. Yeah. With SJP. My... Right. Your girls. I, I, I loved it. I, I I love that she doesn't have a name. I love that she's talking a fucking mile a minute. It's so mm-hmm. Buffy, but not Buffy. The only thing I don't love about it is it does instantly take me out of the show. It does. Like, See, I'm not, just... I've never seen Buffy. But you're aware of who Sarah Michelle Gellar is. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just like that, I the there are shows that do celebrity cameos and they're great. And mm-hmm. I love them. No well, I mean, one... when we see Carrie Fisher, yeah. I'm, for me, I'm in it. Like for me, there is there are shows that do it well. I no one loves the episode of Friends with Brad Pitt where he hates Jennifer Aniston more. Like it's just oh, it's so fun. They're married and they but they hate each other on the show. Yeah. I'm happy to like fall for that when shows want to do it. Uh-huh. Will and Grace would throw Madonna in an episode. J Lo, they don't. Brittany, that's a wild episode. Yeah, she gives quite a performance. <laughs> Almost as hug that Good Morning America video she did. This, however, Sex and the City to me is so not a show about cameos that I I don't know that I love them. And I'm not looking forward to the two next week. Um, love Carrie Fisher as I do. It just mm-hmm. felt crazy to see Sarah Michelle Gellar just chatting up. Loser, loser, loser. Well, yeah, and especially knowing like how popular the show was, like cl- I think Sarah Michelle Gellar was obviously a huge fan of oh, the show. Of so it was like she was playing her. It was very strange. It did take me out of it. You know, I almost wish she had just been herself. Yeah, like, let's go fully and just like how do Matthew it. McConaughey. Well, we're gonna himself. get to it. Yeah, <laughs> himself. Because I, I did love the guessing game where Carrie's like, I I, I can't do this. Like, yeah, she's like, please. As someone who loves playing like celebrity games, I am often the Sarah Michelle Gellar who's like, come on, like, can't you guess or know who this is? Yeah. So I've just looked at people who are dead eyed, like, I'm sorry, I don't know celebrities. I don't is, get how people don't know celebrities. It, it's truly I, it's the worst re- sentence anyone could ever say to me. I, I'd be like, people are there like, I really don't know. I'm it's like, like what do you, mean you, you don't live fucking know? On planet Earth? Like, I was talking to someone recently. They didn't know about Olivia and Harry. And Don't Worry Darling's drama. I was like, we have nothing in common then. No, it ends there. If you don't know about the spit situation. Like, like, we have no common ground, so Mm -mm. you can shut the fuck up. Yeah. But then she goes to a meeting with Matthew McConaughey. Who is playing himself. Yes. And... And this is, guys, and I'm going to warn you, so get ready to hit your little 15-second button if you don't like it, because this is going to be a long clip, because there ain't no way to break it up, because it is truly one of the wildest things I've ever seen, and shocked I forgot it happened. Shocking. Let's <laughs> Now, here's what I've been thinking about. How do we get your column to translate to the silver okay. screen? And I think I've got the answer. Crazy. Now, what if we flush out the central relationship? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Okay. Central relationship. Oh, Carrie and Mr. Big, huh? 
I don't see why they couldn't make it work. I couldn't believe it. I flew 3,000 miles to have Matthew McConaughey ask the same question I've been asking myself for years. I mean, look at him. I mean, he is such a great guy. I mean, I don't know anybody any cooler than Mr. Big. I... My only question, really, is what the fuck is Carrie's problem? You know? What, what, what do you think? Sounds like you well, last week. Um, Tractor. I don't... I don't particularly think it was it was just her problem. Because, um, well, I, actually, he had some, you know, commitment issues. Well, that's bullshit, Gary! You know it! <laughs> we need to add that Kidding. to the soundboard. I'm active. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> yes, but do you see what I mean? That's why I wanted He's to develop so the crazy. story with you. I'm Mr. Big. Oh, Okay, well, yeah, okay, that's... Excellent. You're in. You know what else? I really want to fuck you, baby. <gasps> yeah. Are you acting? <laughs> I'm big, okay? You be Carrie. I am Carrie. We are animals. Man, woman, walking the He's earth. The we are made of head, heart, and loins. <laughs> We're talking about using them. Am I right? Well, <laughs> I have, uh... Well, the the girl said that yes. we would probably what we would oh, we would, uh, would talk about the columns today. Let's get down to the underbelly of these two characters, <laughs> and let's figure out why they're so fucked up. Well, uh, I have a facial at four. Then I love you. <laughs> I don't understand why we can't be together. Do you mind if I smoke? I don't think you should smoke, Carrie. What? In the movie, I don't think Carrie should smoke. Oh. That's all right. Or, or my office, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what a motherfucking king. A king. This like, is my favorite scene in Sex and the City, perhaps. I don't know. I had totally forgotten it descends into such madness. Yes. And, and I was howling with laughter. And hearing it without seeing it, honestly, it's funnier. But it's funny on the show, too. No, like, and I have to say, I am, before we get to, like, me contextualizing this and adding please. nonsense to it, mm-hmm. I have never been a Matthew McConaughey fan. Never. What? the Mac- I didn't fall for the McConaissance. I thought Dallas Buyers Club was a piece of shit. Famously, I hate Interstellar. Oh, I hate Interstellar. One of the worst movies. I love Failure to Launch. Gonna say Failure to Launch, $150 million, but uh, made $150 million, uh, took place in Baltimore. Oh. Um, but I, I have to say here, I found him so sexy. And I'm like, do I need to go back to early McConaughey? Oh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta go back. You gotta go back. You gotta watch his he... Oprah interview. He tells her he doesn't wear deodorant. And, and loves the musk of a man. I mean, to she... me, that's his finest performance. I and she's shook. She's like, She what? was the only time I've seen Oprah angrier was with James Fry. And when that woman didn't salt that chicken. Yes. <laughs> she was furious. And that she at least was found her way to humor. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, okay, I'm just going to clown this woman on national television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so attracted to him. His that curly tuft of blonde hair, that blue tight blue shirt with two buttons oh. open. I have to say, and I know I said it earlier that we had a man and Garth. We got two men this episode, so we've got Capote Duncan, we've got Bill Kelly, we've got Garth, we've got Matthew McConaughey. Those are our kings of the second the city cinematic universe. Matthew McConaughey is just one of those guys that is just so fucking 
handsome, hot, rugged, ridiculous. He's truly out of his fucking mind. You never forget this is a man who was arrested for playing bongos nude in his apartment. And I feel we've not, like, given that it's due. Like, I need you to talk about that. What are you saying? You don't remember this news story from, like, I think it's around the time of the Oprah interview. He was, like, I now I don't remember if he was playing the bongos particularly loud or what caused someone to call the cops, but he was found nude playing the bongos. Oh, to have been that officer. I wouldn't have been a gentleman. I... <laughs> wow wow okay i was just so into this scene it was so into it and she was hilarious she She was the timing i was like no wonder failure to launch got greenlit immediately immediately in five thousand more movies their chemistry is just incredible they their comedic timing when she's like i have a i have a facial facial at four yeah, she's like, we don't have time to get into that. We are animals. <laughs> and the fact that he, to her face, is like, Carrie's the problem. She's like, excuse me? So what the fuck is Carrie's problem? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is Carrie's problem? You know? I love, I just thought this was so, and I'm usually not someone who's like, oh, let's make actors look crazy. Like, let's talk about how actors are crazy. And like, Hollywood is so nuts. Yeah. That usually, I'm like, that joke, that like one beat joke isn't usually fun for me. Mm-hmm. He committed. Have you seen The Wolf of Wall Street? Yes. You know the scene where, I mean, there's the, his where famous scene like, where he's going, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Matthew This McConaughey. is like the proto of that scene. And frankly, I think Michael Patrick King should sue Martin Scorsese. Because he stole his work. Mm-hmm. And Leo wishes he was as good as Sarah Jessica Parker is as a scene partner to Matthew McConaughey. Uh, yeah, Leo, I'm not. I, I love that movie, and it's the only time I found him sexy in a post the beach world. The Duchess in real life, um, mm. th- his wife, the woman, the woman, oh, Margot, Robbie? Margot Robbie's character. It I'm sorry, we've talked about her... royals. I went to Meghan Markle. Sorry, I went, yeah, I went, like, um, a she's a she's a she has her PhD. She's a psychologist, and she's on t- on TikTok all the time talking about her experience. That is so sad. No, I love it. But just the sentence you just said, famed actress Margot Robbie has a PhD. She's now a psychologist. She's on TikTok all the time. It's not just Margot Robbie. In... The woman that Margot Robbie plays. Oh, in real life. Okay, yes. I'm fine for her to be a psychologist. Not... I thought you, I was like, I have not been paying attention enough to Margot no, Robbie. No, Margot. Got... I was like, in between a Barbie set photo, she got a PhD. <laughs> no, now... no, the woman Margot Robbie plays the quote unquote, the Duchess is what they call Oh, I her. love that for the Duchess. I just oh, didn't want iconic. that for Margot Robbie. It like... It's iconic. Cause she still and has I did that like, you. I was like she's got that big blonde hair, the big boobs, she's got the accent still. She's iconic. I love that movie. I need to see it again. You'll probably watch it after this. You'll probably crawl into bed. It's been hotter. Um, in a post-Garfield world. Who? Well, you know how, like, after the beach, he starts to look like Garfield? The cat? No. Like, to me, Leonardo DiCaprio looks like Garfield the cat. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Post- Sorry, we've been recording well, for no, four hours. Post- I'm delirious. Well, catch me if you can. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I I'm love not... Catch Me If You Can. The one of our Ellen Pompeo's earliest roles, Amy Adams. One of my great favorite movie. movies. And I and I love Titanic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and who's eating Gilbert Grape? What yeah, like... <laughs> we can't do this. Um, 
Sorry, we're I'm really wilting delirious. like a flower. Yeah, I am too. Like suddenly, <laughs> it's like the sun is going down. Yeah, the sun is set over the here on shortcomings. <laughs> this is what you get when it's uh, two in a row. <laughs> yeah, we struggle. All right, so we love the Matthew McConaughey scene. <laughs> yeah. What I don't love as much is Carrie smoking by the pool. I thought she looked beautiful. I um, love that scene. But I hate this man who comes up to her. Oh, it's like annoying. It's like what I, men always do. But I also, and, but I didn't think that that was the intention of the scene. Like, I think the intention of the scene is supposed to be, right, that it ends with Carrie. You're supposed to feel like Carrie gave up on something, a potential of something that she's really choosing to yeah. be alone. Nobody would want to talk to this kid who comes over. It's like bad casting. Yeah. The, the writing. I'm like, you're, to your point, it feels more like, oh, this is a man who would bother you. And you'd be like, get the fuck mm-hmm. away from me. Yeah. He was annoying. Whereas I think it's supposed to be, oh, my God, she let this young, this pr- attractive yeah, young man away. Yeah, she chose herself. But it's moment. like, no, nobody, even in her best state of mind, mm-hmm. no one would choose this guy. <laughs> like, he's fucking annoying. Yeah. He just seemed like that annoying guy at the bar that's like like wants to sit with you and you're like can you not and then he's like what's your fucking problem that's that's how you dumb bitch yeah like i had a few of those guys sit next to well they were i went to a sausage and whiskey bar that i really love but then i got there and was kind of like why are all these men here and i was like well i kind of read a sausage and whiskey <laughs> like, bar it's like i kind of did this to myself i don't know yeah. why i'm being upset that there's a masculine energy in this place i'm like where are my girls at <laughs> I'm like Asher who wants to talk about Asher and Diana yeah they're like sir sports are on yeah oh my god oh I did talk to the bartender about Grey's Anatomy and almost started crying oh my god because oh that's what happened I was taking I was actually taking the note I taking writing the outline for the this very episode and he said what are you working the bartender asked me what I was working on and I said oh my podcast which is the worst thing the worst (laughs) thing to say I hate it and then he said, "What? what's it about? And I said, Sex and the City. He said, I've never seen that show. But then oddly, he quickly added, but I love Grey's Anatomy. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. My, I watch it with my wife. And I said, well, who's your favorite character? And he what said, Owen say? Hunt. Well, he said, no, the vet. And I was like, well, you don't even know his name. Yeah. And then I quoted an Owen Hunt line and basically tears came to my eyes. And then I was like, I've got to get out of here. Yeah, you're a mess. But um, so after she tells that stupid guy to leave and chooses mm-hmm. to be alone, mm-hmm. um, she decides to skip out on her follow-up meeting to with Matthew McConaughey and drives away, deciding to define her own story. And I think it's one of the worst endings to an episode. Really? Yeah, I just thought it was kind of anticlimactic. Like, yeah, and also I wanted to see Matthew McConaughey again. I would have loved to see him again. I also not to go back to McConaughey. Okay. <laughs> I, I think the scene might have been a little bit better, and particularly within the context of what the episode is trying to explore, mm-hmm. had McConaughey been pushing her between Aiden and Big. Like, well, what mm. did you, like, you kind of, like, if he had taken on the Big persona, but then also, like, well, maybe I could play Aiden. What do we think of him? Why didn't yeah. that, why did Carrie fuck that up, too? And then he did an Aiden impersonation. There's a little too much Big here, and it mm-hmm. makes it feel not weighted or struck or um, 
powerful enough given the episode we came off of. Right, because like they literally just broke up. And it's shocking for me to say I actually wanted more Aiden representation, but through the lens of McConaughey, I did. And also, wow. he's more of an Aiden guy to me. He's more of an Aiden. A hundred percent. Right? Like, Aiden does not wear deodorant. He would have... Um, I think he would have brought a funny kind of folks, like his trying to be folksy would have been would be a funny, funny counterpart to his like, I love you, Karen. Because even his take on Big is like, what It's very Aiden. Matthew McConaughey has never seen Sex in the City, clearly. Clearly. Um, but so, I, I don't know. I didn't love the episode. I, I'm sorry, the ending. Yeah. What I'd say about the fashion, the only thing I noted is Samantha looks batshit insane in that primary blue halter top and pants. And like, I was like, this is crazy. Like, what the they, what she's wearing is insane. Yeah. I know. I agree. Is this the where she, maybe it's the next one. I don't remember. I'm looking forward to the next one because I don't really remember other than them going to the Playboy Mansion. I, yeah, don't, I don't remember anything else in this that, about that episode. I remember the one guy at the Playboy Mansion tells Charlotte he would pay for her boobs. To get she's got job. great boobs. I'm looking forward yeah, to when she flashes them to that um, the sailor. Oh, I loved that. It's a fun era. So we've got in terms of the men, Trey, mm-hmm. McConaughey, Garth, Jason, Dick, and the young man at the pool. I'm picking Matthew. Oh, McConaughey balls deep. There's oh. no nothing Jesus else to discuss. Nice. <laughs> and uh, my hot take on this, I'm sorry I can't don't hate me, is almost to myself. This episode's great. And I'm sorry I talked shit about the LA episode. You did. You did. Now, the next a lot of one shit. could really throw me for a loop, and I'm expecting it will if I have to look at that fat ma on Vince Vaughn. You know, I love I know. Him. And the only reason I'm really dragging him is because you really like him. I don't have I a love problem him. with Ben Spawn. Um, my, I'm sorry, I can't don't hate me, is that I just wish that there was a little bit more, like, n- something. But maybe this episode is supposed to be, like, more fun in L.A. So, I don't know. Yeah, it felt like they tried to have their, like... Like, vacation. Foot in two buckets. I don't... What? Like that they wanted to take the sadness of the breakup serious, but also give us a light episode. It's like just yeah. choose one. Yeah. And I know foot in two buckets is not a thing That's or a not. phrase, but maybe we could make it one. What would you give this out of 10? I would give it a seven. I would probably give it a seven too, but I'm giving the McConaughey scene. That's a 12 a out of 10. Yeah. That's a- That's like- That really carries a lot of this episode. Move over opinion. like- um. You have to forgive me. You have to forgive me. That's coming up in season four. Carrie to Aiden. Mm-hmm. The, like you're living in a fantasy. The best sex in the city scene is McConaughey and Carrie Bradshaw. I, I, it's not, I've honestly forgot about it. I, I'm willing I to love die the on LA that episodes. Hill. I like the LA episodes, but I truly forgot that Matthew McConaughey did all of this. <laughs> he was acting, he carried. Up acting out. He carried. He carried through. Mm-hmm. Boots down. We've got to get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> We just keep rambling. <laughs> you guys, you okay. My apologies. We've literally it's been almost recording. Two, it's almost 2 p.m. We started at 11. We've been recording for quite a while. Um, We love you. Thank you for listening. We love you so much. You're the only reason we do this. Yeah. Well, we also do it for the giggles for oh, ourselves. Yeah, the giggles. The giggles. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We hope you'll join us again next week for our recap of season three, mm-hmm. episode 14, Sex and Another City. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review shortcomings wherever you listen. <laughs> Is that right? 
whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I think they know the drill. Yeah, and you guys know what's up. And follow us online. I'm at clewis1219 on Instagram. Sam, where are you? I'm at robostrian on Instagram, and I'm at takersaloft on Twitter. I also <laughs> forgot we were on camera, so bye. Let's <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Huda Media Production.